Hi, this is Paige. You're listening to Not Good with Matt Rashavi. Boring! Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast that critics are calling I Couldn't Dislike It More. So thank you, and uh, thank you all. This week we have special returning guest, Brett Saxon. Hey, I'm back. Welcome back. And uh, yes, yeah, so it's just you and me this week. Yep, no one else here. No, uh, then we, of course we have returning <laughs> champ, uh, Clark Wilson. Welcome back. Yes. How is this any special when we've been on it like half a dozen times? <laughs> it's not special. 20 weeks in a row. <laughs> you have like eight episodes we've been on, six of them. Yeah. Special guests. Well, but what is special is to have you back because you took a week off. You were you gone forever. Yeah. Where'd you go? Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't be here for my Michael Jordan flu game. <laughs> what uh yeah so you weren't feeling good you had the flu i don't know what i had okay but it could felt have like been covid could have been uh cold could yeah. have whatever that is true you can't really tell right people don't need to know yeah we do we gotta get specific we need to know oh, yeah, the listeners want to know yeah because we gotta clean the mic there's certain ways to how do you clean it the was mic? coming out both ends <laughs> no it was like a stuffy nose <laughs> that was it <laughs> And it was perfect because there was like tons of bowl games on. So whatever. Oh, that's why you were sick. Yeah. yeah. Wink. Yeah. You were almost <laughs> sick tonight, weren't you? Yeah, I was. <laughs> sick of Alabama winning all the time. There you go. Um, I, I don't get the sports reference. It's going to be the dogs tonight. Go, let's go dogs. I don't know. That's you know, I we know. actually prepared a team, right? <laughs> team, right? <laughs> oh, we had prepared a sports segment for you last week, too. And then that's the oh. week you're in. You're sick. The one well, week we had a semi-sports segment. You had Ryan filling in. He yeah. is sports adjacent. He knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, on the way over here, this is supposed to be the coldest, one of the coldest days for a while, and it's going to start warming up tomorrow and the rest of the week. Um, and I think a lot of people from California, we've got some listeners from California that aren't familiar with the this kind of lifestyle and how cold it can no, be. they wear parkas when it's like 70 to out. I've seen that. Not at 70, but at like it was like 50. Well, like a Dodger playoff game in October, they'll wear them, and it's mm-hmm. like 58. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, they haven't experienced this where it's like, it was negative 20 wind chill. No, you can go up in the mountains where there's snow, and it probably gets kind of cold. Not even yeah. wind chill. It was just negative 24 the other yeah. day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and exactly. And the, the wind, wind chill was like yeah. 40 below. Oh, yeah. And that's what's weird, too, is like, so wasn't that the same temps around the same temps that the polar vortex a few years ago but that they're not calling that this now you know what i mean it's just like because it only affected minnesota oh and like that? north dakota maybe okay that could be uh-huh. yeah i always wondered that but yeah a lot of people don't realize too is like the ice situation that you have to worry about like just walking down the sidewalks i, I try to walk in california all the time i would do a thing where i'd try to make time for a two-hour walk which i know is like a long walk and sometimes you can't have the time to do that. But here I'm trying to do that too, but it's like freezing the entire time. But I noticed that I'll just walk and slip all the time. And my body does this weird like tense up thing that's just like, uh, yeah. as I'm walking down the street. You can street. buy these things that you put on your shoes that have like basically little cleats. Traction? Yeah. Like okay. metal, little metal spikes, spikes things. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't got- Polar Vortex sound like a Powerade flavor? Power Vortex. Or Polar Vortex. Yeah, or like a push pop, a new type of push pop. 
yeah. or some kind of uh, <laughs> some kind of seasonal Dairy Queen item. Um, yeah, and the the vortex was crazy because I remember they said when you went out there, like they actually gave you instructions on how to breathe. Like you had to go short, shallow breaths. Like <laughs> in a tickle a moss class. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> um, and the stories you heard were just really sad. Like uh, there was like a guy that I think went out to try to shovel and they warned you not to do it. They said, don't do it. Try not to be outside at all. And this guy was out there and was breathing. And they said, that's the thing is like, they give you that, those breathing exercises because they say your lungs will actually like freeze. And oh, that's what wow. happened to this one guy, older, older guy, super older guy, I guess, but uh, and passed away. Did his lungs Sad. shatter? I don't know. Yeah, and he shatter. inhaled all the like uh, crystals or whatever. I don't know. And someone <laughs> threw a football at his chest and just exploded yeah. it. It was suicide. He just shot himself. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the polar vortex. Song. Breathe in, breathe out. All right, from there, let's go on to some uh, TV. What are you guys watching this week? This weekend, I uh, got caught up on a ton of TV shows, uh, including they dropped um, Search Party, the final season. Oh, yeah. I got to get back into that. What is that? Um, it is. It started off on TBS, did a couple seasons, got canceled. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. And then they did three on HBO Max and just did the final one. Um, and it was all about... The first season was cool. How far are you on the... I'm only like three episodes in okay so that means yeah. it's not very good it hasn't captivated him enough yeah well, i've been get doing the yeah i've been working on another show so. you're all over the place yeah. what's the other all show i'm like deep into the, it's always sunny oh gotcha yeah. okay oh, gotta God, catch reruns catching up on that yeah <laughs> we're so beneath you with, the, with our reruns <laughs> yeah. uh but with um search party it's i feel like season two it doesn't really grab a hold of you okay and i kind of want to spoil it real bad for you should not you can so the whole first season is about a group of kids or younger younger people trying to look for uh, this uh, missing they (laughs) oh young like 20s yeah okay i'd say right like mid 20s 20s yeah so they see this missing sign and it's from one of their friends from high school or growing up and so they go and they try to find her and that's the whole first season they hire a um police or a a private Private eye eye. that's ron livingston um which is i presume yep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so they uh they hire him and um you know the whole season's really good and then they think that he might be the bad guy and because they're trying to find this missing um friend they think he has her stash somewhere they end up killing him spoiler alert oh wow that, whoa i thought this was just a comedy it, it, it then it gets super dark yeah, that sounds dark for tbs so they kill him and then she comes back and turns out she was never missing the entire time. She just took like a vacation, extended Ooh. vacation, which is a great twist. Yeah. And then the seasons after that is them trying to get away with mur- actual murder because they really did kill someone and then try to cover it up. Yeah. And so it takes a weird 180 degree Ooh. twist. It's pretty good. I got wow. But I will say, 
as much as I like the idea of it and Michael Showalter is the executive producer of it. Um, and this season was good, but like if you talk about the realism of season one and you go to now where it's like, uh, spoiler again, zombies are essentially, oh, yeah. Oh, and so it's, yeah, a lot of jump in the shark. Ben Sinclair from high maintenance. I don't know if you guys watch that yeah, show, yeah. but he has a cameo. He plays a hipster that gets uh, eaten alive by zombies. And that's, that's <laughs> worth seeing it uh, in, in and of itself. But um, it's, I don't know. I, I think it's, I'm kind of bummed that it goes so far over the top, but yeah, I'd say definitely, you know, check it out. But uh, for, if I had to rate it good or not good, I actually might go not good. Wow. What is uh, that new rating system you just came up with? I've done it in the last uh, last few episodes. (laughs) How about you? What are you watching, Clark? Oh, Clark, your turn. Pro football. Pro boys. Outside of sports, I started watching the most recent season of the Great British Baking Show. Mm. And I've seen previous seasons, and they have like these, this two. A uh, pair of comedians, comedians. I forget their names. Sue and something, and they were great. Nice, but they're not on there now. And it's a different judge too. It was some sweet old British lady. Now it's another sweet, slightly younger, older British lady. So most of the main reasons you were watching are no longer there. No, I wa- well, no, I watch it for the baking. Yeah, and it, but it's what is this Noah Fielding? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's one of them oh, now. Oh, that's cool. And I like him. He was on IT Crowd, which I've recommended in a previous episode he of this did. podcast. Great show. And then it's this, this other, that this bald British dude who's in like a Judd Apatow movie. Was it that Amy Schumer one? I don't remember. I'm not sure. He's like uh, siblings with that other, that blonde British comedian actress that's lost like a bunch of weight recently. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could remember which movie it was in. He's pretty funny, so that's cool. I and you're picking up a lot of because um, you bake yourself. Yes, and you're a good cook, I would say. Um, and I actually, this is good because at the end of this month, Paige and I are going to a um, grilled cheese party. And so the thing is, is if you show up, you have to. You gotta bring your own ingredients to yep. make a grilled cheese. Yeah, per person, per couple, and you have to have your own creative grilled cheese idea. Oh, and you want me to give you a tip? Well, I think we already have something that I, I'm not going to say over the airwaves. I'll tell you guys off the air. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, when you first hear that, what, what jumps to your mind? is what Wait, you good. think that you're going to go to this before this podcast comes out? Or no. Or after it? After oh, okay. it, yeah, yeah. Because it's the end of this month, end of January. Well, I'm not going to try to guess what you would do. But I no, like no. what I think is good is to use, like, really thinly sliced apple. And put it in between the cheese. Yeah. Oh, like a cheddar. Cheddar goes good with apples. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, bacon. That's another. That's a good one. Obvious. Yeah, that'd be good. You could step it up by using like prosciutto instead of just regular bacon or pancetta if you can find it. Yeah, I like uh, that. That's really good. There you go. That's what you. That's what you. You should make one that we come up with, and then make one that you and your girlfriend come up with yeah that's good there's some sun-dried tomatoes in there too that's pretty good actually maybe clark and i will come to the party too yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's couples <laughs> on their minds what um uh yeah what would the theme be of it you know some people do like do, you know, oh they do like a theme yeah. for their sandwich from some pop culture thing mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, i don't know Put it'd be cool to do like a richard cheese uh <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, I think it's like Allison Brie grilled cheese. Oh, that's and good. And it's grilled cheese with brie in it. I like it. I think that's a winner right there. season of Boba Fett and new and first season just uh, started two weeks ago. Have you yeah. guys watched any of that? Is he supposed to be the good guy or bad guy? A little he bit of both. Like, yeah, he's kind of anti-hero. No, but I did see that It, I guess it starts with him crawling out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Now, there was an episode of, of Parks and Recreation where Patton Oswalt is like a guest on there. And he's filibustering at yep. like a city council meeting, and that's like the story he had for the new Star Wars when they were re they were doing Star Wars sequels, mm-hmm. and that's how he wanted the movie to start. Was you see Boba Fett's hand, and it's like the Sarlacc pit, and he's climbing out of it. That's exactly how it started. And he yeah. wants to get like revenge or whatever on Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. I think that would have been so cool if that was how the movie was. Right. Yeah. I wonder if uh, does he get any credit for that? Just that. Part. I don't know because maybe there's like comic books that they they just took that from. I'm not like a huge Star Wars nerd that read like all the books and comic books and all that other stuff mm-hmm. to know. Yeah, or it could have been other fan fiction. That yeah, or yeah, fan fiction that Pat Oswalt was just using right. in the show because oh, I'm sure true. it was Pat Oswalt's idea. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I. I like the show. There's a couple times where there's a few scenes that look very like it's all blue or green screen. Looks kind of super cheap. Like they've, you know, kind of lazy a little bit. And I know it's Robert Rodriguez. And I know it's like Oh, it is? Well that yeah. explains why it's green screen. Yeah, he loves that stuff. Yeah. But to me it always just kinda of comes off as a little like I don't know. You can tell when it when it is that. And so that kind of took Yeah, because the lighting is like a little different. Because yeah. I don't think they can truly get it to look 100% real. Well, I feel like they did a lot of it in The Mandalorian, and I feel like they got that pretty good. But uh, maybe they're not using the same How technology. Come, I, I can't remember. I'm like, I've seen Mandalorian. I can't yeah. remember for sure. Did they use matte paintings at all in that? I'm not sure. Because that's what was so cool about those like 80s movies, where right. they would just use matte paintings in the background for backdrops, instead of just like a green screen that they use a computer to digitally and insert right yeah i always wanted to watch the making of of mandalorian and all that but it's like then it's 18 more hours of my life gone <laughs> uh speaking of a lot of hours gone uh 10 hours of the new dexter series finally concluded this past sunday um have you I haven't watched yeah? any of it you want to spoil it can so i spoil bad, it we want to i want to review watch it i can give you the review yeah you can just tell me if it's not good or good is it good with matt rashavi or not good with matt rashavi I'm gonna go not good. Oh, there's part ooh. there's parts of it that are are a little good. Um, Surprising, and and there are there are. Some, <laughs> that means the ending sucked. Well, and that's more what I'm reviewing is the the actual ending, and it's it's better than the other one, the one on season eight, okay, which was the original final ending. Um, so it's an, an improvement, but there's parts of this. This doesn't spoil too much, but the way they use his son, I feel like, is a, kind of a little bit of a scapegoat and. 
The um, son he had with Rita, like his actual son, not Harrison? the adoptive. Yeah. I think Harrison's the adoptive, right? I think that's the it, son. Yeah, there was... Cody and Aster, Cody right? Cody and Aster. Yeah, and they don't even mention that. They're not in there? No. Because uh, in the books, and didn't they allude to it a little bit on the show? They're damaged because yeah. their dad was a piece of shit. And he teaches them. He teaches yeah, the kids Yeah, and he's kind of, yeah, like having them kill animals to get that out of their system or whatever for a time. Yep. Basically making little mini Dexters. Exactly, to keep their dark passenger at bay. Yeah. Um, I saw that How I Met Your Father is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know that? That looks pretty rough. Did you uh, watch? Was Bob Saget part or? of that? To bring up Bob Ooh, Saget. Oh, yeah, rest in peace. Clark. I don't he think was so. The, he was... Was he? I don't yeah, know. He, he was, was the dad. He was the, the narrator dad, voice. Yeah, but... Which was confusing because... I think his name is Josh Radner was the guy, the dad mm-hmm. in the show. But then they had Bob Saget play him in the future, explaining to his children how he met his mother, how they met, you know, his mother, mm-hmm. their yeah. mother, his mother. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Are you going to watch it, Brett? I thought no, the show was supposed I'm... to be called like How I Met Your Dad. What is it? What is it? How I this Met Your This spinoff I thought was going to be from the woman's point of view. Yeah. And so she's older... But it's called How I Met... They just named it the same show? How I Met, I met Your father. father. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Luke so and Your Father. Just, they flipped it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll check out a couple episodes. Yeah. That's on Hulu, right? Uh, I think so, because that's where I see all the ads coming up. Gotcha. When I'm watching All My Sunny. I'll check that out, and then we'll give reviews later. From there, let's move on to some entertainment news. We already alluded to it, kind of the perfect segue, and not really perfect because we had it was kind of a rough week and weekend for celebrities and celebrity death, which uh, you brought up Bob Saget, who was 65 years old. That's very young for for a guy to go. Yeah, and he just did a set like the night before. Yeah, found him in his hotel room. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. I don't know if he was a hard partier. They didn't say a cause of death yet so uh, yeah right yeah, so. they said no. no yeah no drugs were involved is what i've heard oh that's good or no they, yeah they didn't look like i don't know don't you think he'd want to go out that way <laughs> i don't know i kind of like do you do you hope he's uh the party image or do yeah, you hope he's like the... america's dad died and he yeah. dies like carradine <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to look up uh, yeah. how carradine died go, go ahead and look that up yeah. on your own time i got you I got everyone, and I'll explain it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, Sidney Poitier died at 94 years old. Oh, yeah. Along with Michael Lang, co-creator of Woodstock, died at 77 years old. Yeah, and I saw he, that. Too. Yeah, and he was actually born. Do you know when he was born? When he was born? Yeah. Uh, no. December 11th. Oh. Yeah. Whose birthday is that? Clark. One of you twos. Yeah, no, it's Brad's. <laughs> it's Brad's, yeah. It's mine. Um, well, yeah, there you go. And um, and actually, I wanted to bring up this story, too. Um, oh, and Betty White died. Oh, we brought that up last week. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Clark. Yeah. Or, there was uh, some the other celebrity that died. 
Well, John Madden. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was like a week, two weeks ago. Too, that was right? a month yeah. ago. That's old news. Now. That was like three months ago, wasn't it? <laughs> Uh, I wanted to bring this up, and this can kind of fit into a little bit of a review, too. Um, and that is Adam McKay. The People on the internet thought that they found like a mistake that he made on Don't Look Up. Oh, uh, Where you, you see um, it's it's the moment where, um, why am I blanking on the, um, the lead? Leo? Leonardo DiCaprio. Not Leo. Uh, Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Jenny. So when she's kind of <laughs> on... Jen, Jen, Jen. Uh, when she's on her own um, and she hooks up with Timothy uh, Charlemagne, yeah, and uh, they're out and they're kind of living on the streets and they're they're doing like a little street bonfire, and he, um, there's a scene where you see the whole crew, um, and they thought that that was a mistake, but he came out and said no, he wants that in there to kind of show that this, you know was all part of like you know people filming each other and stuff like that and it's the end of the world and it was very, sure yeah yeah who knows is that where they're zooming out from yeah. that top angle or they're going because they're laying on the dirty mattress right or no it could be that or it's when she sees the comet herself it might be let's see let's see if it has an actual specific is this in the seventh hour research. of that movie yeah so you've seen it brad <laughs> Show right me. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, we got a correction, correction from the corrections department. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I said Char- Charlemagne. And what is his actual? Charlemagne. Charlemagne. <laughs> Timothy Charlemagne. The guy Shart. from Dune. I'm trying not to shart. Yeah, the guy from Dune. And Clark, have you seen Don't Look Up? Nope. Any uh, interest in that movie? Mm, maybe. I don't know. It's pretty good. It's pretty, yeah. But then, you know, I read that they it's actually like a whole allegory for the comet is supposed to symbolize um, global warming. Yeah. And that that's change, what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. Climate change and all that. So it's like people aren't because in the movie, people aren't paying attention to this asteroid. They're like forcefully putting their head in the sand. To Does not. it have a scene where two people are having a picnic and the one guy uses animal crackers in a very sexy way? Yeah. Because if it doesn't, that's an inferior movie about an asteroid hitting Earth. <laughs> but this time it's switched, and it's uh, um, Jennifer Lawrence doing that onto Ben Affleck's tummy. With frosted animal crackers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is the shot which appears one hour and 28 minutes into the film. Features three or four oh, frames. Oh, so right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a long one. It's a long one, yeah. It's like two and a half hours, right? Yeah. Um, and it appears, yeah, one hour, 28 minutes in the film features three or four frames of the entire crew, including McKay, filming the picture. And he's eating a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to leave that in. Uh, but he said that it was... The blip was a tribute to the film's COVID-compliant film production, which required masks, social distancing, and a more nimble crew. He said to somebody that spotted it on the internet... Uh, good eye, but we left that blip of the crew in on purpose to commemorate the strange filming experience. So he's basically saying that there was a mistake, but he left yeah. it in anyways, just uh, as a little kind of nod. But I mean, yeah, you think... I left that in because I'm a genius, <laughs> says Adam McKay. <laughs> I mean, the editor goes over these films so much right right you would someone would see that and bring it to someone's attention yeah Not all I the time like. because there's there's tons of them that slips I mean, the one i could come off the top of my head was that movie troy there's like an airplane flying in the sky and that movie set 
like <laughs> Roman times. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, and, and even like uh, I guess the Starbucks cup on the Game of Thrones. That's exactly yeah. where I was going to go. That, with you got to turn those over quicker, right? Well, it's movies, TV or no? movies too. You still have deadlines, and you're still under constant, you know, pressure and all that. So I could see how it would slip through the okay through the okay. cracks. Um, Fire the editor. From there, let's go to some movie reviews. Since we we're just talking about a movie right there, what uh, you gentlemen had a little excursion this uh, past weekend and saw a film. What'd you guys see? We it's, did. Yeah. Go I'm for it, right. Clark. I talk entirely too much. <laughs> no. We saw. You want to do it at the same time? We saw. <laughs> Three, two, one. Nightmare Alley. Alley. Spider. <laughs> Brett saw Nightmare Alley. I, I left. I said, like, I gotta go to the bathroom, and I went and saw Spider-Man. He, he put a sex doll next to me. <laughs> looked like Clark. <laughs> That's why I had to clean that out after. <laughs> so Nightmare Alley, and I actually saw it last night, just so that we could all kind of review the same movie. Oh. Um, so yeah, speaking of long movies, like Don't Look yeah, Up. Yeah, that is pretty long. My God, yeah, two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, how'd you guys do with it? <laughs> What'd you think? I liked it. Yeah, yeah I, I it loved it. Too. But I, I've mentioned it before on the podcast. I love the movie, the original movie. Yeah, which and I want to see. I thought it was a, a faithful adaptation. Was it? Yeah, they do the full circle kind of thing, like yep. they do in this. Okay, that I thought was cool. I saw that coming. I feel like. Yeah, they're like the shocking ending. I was joking with Brett, and like it's so obvious because they foreshadow it enough. Yeah, I was shocked. I was like. Oh man, it's cool. It's still really. I mean, there's enough time to pass. We're speaking with this enough, like you know, obliquely, where people probably won't be able to figure out what we're talking about. But like, you you don't you forget this one moment, and then it comes back up in the end. Yeah. And I think there's enough time that passes where you forget it. You could easily forget it. We should talk about this offline. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but how'd you do with it, uh, Brett? Because it's two and a half hours, and it's uh, yeah, yeah. I dug it. I thought it was great. Um, I thought we talked about the set a little bit too, like the art deco. Yeah, I love like all the that art was great, deco yeah. stuff. Yeah. In that. Oh, Guillermo, yeah, he's yeah. on top yeah. of his game. Um, and I hadn't seen the original, uh, but does your computer sound like yeah, this it's uh, taking off? Did that go? Did that get start getting crazy? <laughs> wow, um, we're heating up in here. Yeah, art decoration was great. Um, how about performances? Any standout performances for you guys? Well, watching it, I was just like, wow, there's a lot of great actors in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then I told Brett, like, I don't know if he didn't notice it, but Mary Steenburgen is in it. And yeah. Then, and then the guy that played the kind of villain, the rich dude, I don't know. that. I, I was like, oh, we're, I need Matt. He knows the guy's name. Richard Jenkins? I don't the main, sure. the main guy that uh, with the glasses, the yeah. rich old dude. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, they were 
in Step Brothers. They're yeah, the, that's the right. Yeah. Oh, that's super funny. Yeah, and then obviously Willem Dafoe and Richard Jenkins. That his performance in there. Normally he plays the nice old man, yeah. and so he's such. He's got such vicious lines in it that I'm like, I was kind of surprised, and I, I mean, it, it shows how great of an actor he is. But I was like, whoa, he's got some real depth and anger and violence and mm-hmm. just not, you know, spoiler, not a good guy no. in that movie. And you're just like, whoa, he's, he has such menace. And uh, he's won an Academy Award oh, before, but I think he, I would hope that he's at least nominated for something for this one. Yeah, well, and then his like right hand man was that dude who was in Mindhunter. Yeah, exactly. Good. That was great. Peter McNeil. Or actually, no, that's not that guy. Uh, that's uh, um, who was see. that guy? Oh, he's from DeKalb, Illinois. That's Richard Jenkins. That's crazy. That's Peter McNeil. Who is who's from that? Richard Jenkins is from DeKalb, Illinois. Oh, nice. Or DeKalb. Um, Judge Kimball is who Peter was, but actually, the other guy was Holt McCalney. Oh, that's such a cool name. Holt. Holt? That's an awesome name. Mm-hmm. This is probably uh, Holton or something like that. Shorten. But no. yeah. <laughs> but he or was Holden and he shortened it to Holt. But he was great. Uh, Ron Perlman was awesome. Perlman was good. Yeah. He was fun. Yeah. And he's actually in that and Don't Look Up. So he's got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was, he was, wait, what did you like him better in? I liked him better in Don't Look Up. Yeah. I mean, I guess he well, he's more. only in a handful of scenes in Nightmare Alley. Same with Don't Look Same Up. Don't oh, okay. Up. He's playing basically the guy. You've seen Doctor Strangelove? Yes. The guy that, that you know, um, and I'm blanking on the actor. You'd know this. The actor that's riding the A-bomb is it's Slim Pickens. So he's playing basically a Slim Pickens role in this. I I know without even seeing Don't Look Up that Doctor Strangelove is a way better political Mm. satire movie. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, you can't beat Doctor Strangelove. That's a fact. Say the whole tagline. Dr. Strangelove, or how I learned to. <laughs> I think I forget it. How I learned how I learned to live with danger. Something. Stop worrying about the bomb. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Let me. Now we gotta look it up. <laughs> it's so long. Let's just say Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> how I lived to stop worrying and love the bomb. That's what I'm going with. It is. You nailed it. Okay. Dr. Strangelove, or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. All right, from there, let's go to uh, some random news of the week. So this is random news stories. Uh, This first one I wanted to bring up, um, you know, you guys both are well-spoken and have good colorful language, I feel like, and good use of uh, the English lexicon. Um, What do you guys feel like are some overused phrases? There was a list for the most overused phrases in 2021, and 10 that should be put to bed. Can a phrase just be one word, though? Because I can say one, right? Literally. People say it literally. You know what? It's not on this list, but I only think it's because it was probably probably on every other list. Yeah, okay. So what do you think, just off the top of your head? A lot of it is um, office-related, stuff that... Not the TV show, but like actually at an office, you would hear a lot in emails and see in emails. And, well, it was yeah. just like cliche stuff. Yep. Just wanted to say, I don't know. Just want to drop a line, kind of. Just want to drop a line. Uh, Similar. Uh, hope this is, yeah, hope this is finding you well. Is that one of them? I know that. Hope that this sh- email finds you well. I don't know. That should be on there. Uh, supply chain. 
Um, at the end of the day. Yeah, at the end of the day. Yeah. Athletes use that too a lot. Do they? Yeah. Supply chain is one of them. Yep. Is a phrase that people use. Yeah. But I feel like more in businesses. Oh, plus the, we had the whole like. Oh, now it's like the definitely. Suarez Canal. The actual supply chain. Right. Yeah. I'm taking that one real literal. Yes, you are. That's um, a winner. Literal. Um, <laughs> deep dive. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, circle back is a big one that people will always say in business emails. Yeah. Table it. Yep. Yeah. That one's not on there, but that should be. That's pretty much circle back means. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think uh, especially these ones with um, everyone working from home and on Zoom, the uh, new normal. Oh, I've been yeah, hearing yeah. a lot about that. I could, you know, could, I could do without hearing any more of that. Or uh, you're on mute. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm guilty of doing <laughs> quite a bit. I love when you don't. You're not aware of it. You're already like two sentences in. Yeah. And then someone's like, "Hey, Matt." Well, I've had it. Bef- that happened before, just playing video games and on like a voice communication app and. Someone will be like, oh, man, I've been on mute for the last five minutes. I haven't seen you guys haven't heard anything I've said. <laughs> um, all right. So from there, let's go to another. Let's see another random news story. Um, this one I chose for selfish reasons, but uh, I thought it was just kind of interesting. Well, first off, I'll say, well, I'll tell this. I'll read the story first. But police and animal rescuers responded to a San Diego highway where a sea lion was spotted attempting to cross the road several miles from the nearest shoreline. Um, not really something you would ever, ever see, I feel like, in, uh, in a normal day-to-day basis. Uh, one person said, we got in our truck immediately and rushed down to ensure that the sea lion wasn't hit by a car. So two things on this. One, for the selfish reason... I took my niece to as the zoo in um, Colorado, and she's at she was at that stage, and it still is where she's learning. She's like a sponge, soaking in everything. And we go to all these exhibits, and at first she saw a sea lion, and she got really excited. And then so we went to other animals, and she'd be like, "What animal is that?" And I would go, "Sea lion." And so by the end of the day, she thought every animal was a sea lion. And so I think I'm doing uh, more disservice for my brother. That's cruel. It is. Yeah. yeah. Because not only does she think that, it's probably going to be a therapist bill at some point. (laughs) She's going to name her dog Sea Lion and call it a Sea Lion. (laughs) (laughs) Just really confusing. Um, But uh, I've had a few weird encounters on the freeway, too. Uh, One, this one's uh, reminded me of a story that my dad had where he was on a trip and he said that they were on a freeway and all of a sudden they see something in the distance kind of hitting against the freeway or the road and just bouncing and then one thing zoomed past and everyone in the car realized that that was a propane tank that had somehow oh, fallen off shit. and just was shooting down the freeway yeah oh like the God. valve on it had burst so it yeah. was propelling itself yep Ooh, wow. it's like a final destination yeah. yeah how have you guys ever had any close calls on the on the freeways um i've had some black ice fun Oh, that's another thing that people don't realize if they're they don't live in Minnesota. Yeah. What is black ice? Black ice is like I mean it's ice that you don't that you don't see. You think the road is dry, but it's not. You just hit it. This actually happened in Anoka. I was explaining to Clark. There was like right where our moms used to work, you yeah. know. Um where that Kmart was. Mm-hmm. There was like I was on my way to 
to work out and uh, there was three cars in the ditch. <laughs> and then on my way back, there was three different ones in the ditch too. And it was just like, yeah, black ice. It was clear. There was like, there was no snow on the road. It was just like, yeah. I've had a, I've had a couple fishtailing accidents with that. Not accidents, but like fishtailing kind of fun. Like lost control or? Yeah, yeah. Always, I always steadied the ship, but yeah, it got close. I was uh, riding in a car once with my friends and we were having a good time and we're on this like road, road that's on the side of like a mountain on the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> and we hit this guy and we just Human? took off. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What did it, what did you guys do after that? What time of year was it? <laughs> Summer. <laughs> I know what you did. Actually, no, but we did hit a guy for real, and we just drove off. I never told anybody. I figured I'd come clean. <laughs> that's, that's the big scoop. <laughs> From there, let's do a little bit of advice. If you have any advice questions, please feel free to reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. That's notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. Um, all right, so we'll start with the first thing. Somebody wants to know, is it okay to not have a friend group? So as an adult, not have a group of friends. Like being an introvert? Yeah, could be. Yeah, I don't why see not? why not. I think, yeah, I think cut ties with everybody. Isolate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do think it's uh, it's okay because it's like there are times when you don't you don't need to be like around a lot of people too. And and I, I'm one of those people that needs like a little bit of kind of recharging where you're not constantly, you know, with a bunch of people. So, and I think it's like, you know, it's a fine balance where you have to maybe push yourself to because it's, it's easy to not put yourself in a, you know, social situations. But I think if you push yourself a little bit, then you kind of find that you're like challenging yourself and like, oh, okay, cool. Like if, if I normally get nervous, like a big thing is at dinner parties. I know sometimes if I don't know a lot of people, I'm like, okay. You yeah. Know. But you have a lot of interesting things to talk about though. Oh, well, thanks. Where, but it's always good to have friends. I don't know like, it is, why yeah. you'd want to just go through life, like being a hermit. Right. I think this person's more saying just, you know, is it okay to have times when you don't have a friend group? And I think it is. Um, so what, you like dip out of it for a bit and yeah, that's what it sounds like. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like well, for instance, one thing when I was talking about, you know, challenging yourself in social situations, like for a while you go to dinner parties and stuff like that. I was like, I saw somebody do this where they go, they talk to some total stranger and they go, Oh, how do you know? the person that lives here like if it's sally how do you know sally and it's the perfect segue into a conversation with somebody that you've never met and i use that all the time at any kind of like random social function where i'm with a lot of people that i don't know yeah so yeah that seems like party conversation 101 it totally, yeah yeah <laughs> but for people that <laughs> are scared and are afraid to do it yeah know. oh that's true that's true so that's a good point there. that's yeah. a good tip um, but yeah, so there you go. That's our take on that. Um, another, <laughs> another question is, uh, 
Um, can you tell your family to shut up when they pressure your single sister? So there's a family that's kind of always, you know, at social event or family events saying, you know, you should be married, all this stuff. Um, and so sister wants to know, is it okay to tell them to kind of back off her? I say, yeah, definitely. Yeah, why does this matter? Like, just living her life, who cares? Exactly. Yep. And I think sometimes you can, with family, it can be, you know, seem like such a bigger thing. So if you have that sister that's like, oh, come on, like lay off her. She shouldn't matter. like, I don't think they should res- disrespect their elders though, like the parents sure. and tell them to shut up or be quiet. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't just say, shut up. Like, <laughs> I think that. The, It'll um, happen when it happens. Leave me alone about it. Yeah. yeah. That's a very good point. And then tie them up. Well, I think you should be telling, yeah, you should be telling your family to shut up all the time anyway. Right? <laughs> you should hire a couple of dudes to show up with golf clubs and play a little funny games. <laughs> you should have done another one of your classic things. Uh, I'm not going to do two. <laughs> <laughs> you only get one, folks. You only get one. Um, this one, a friend wants, to, or a woman wants to know, she says her friend is quick to take offense. So she'll find something to make herself, you know, get all up in arms about and she wants to know is it okay to tell her friend that she's wrong boy you gotta take that friend to comedy clubs <laughs> yeah exactly oh my god <laughs> she'd be like can I speak to your manager you think people do that too <laughs> they get that upset at comedy clubs must have yeah it. yeah well and then some will just no. speak out verbally and then the comic will make it'll turn into like a roast session well yeah they'll do that the hecklers yeah that's good though yeah well, yeah, it's free material. Maybe if the comic was like off their game and then, oh, thank you, this person. Yeah. Yeah, I think there might be a deeper issue going on if this uh, person keeps flipping out. And yeah. Just, or if they've got like a insecure trigger or something. Trigger, yeah. Maybe there's some deeper issues. They should see a therapist or, you know, smoke some weed or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think you take, you, you sit her down, you be sensitive about it, and you just tell her, that you're an idiot loser who's going to always be alone. <laughs> and I don't think she should be offended by that. And I think that's okay. Um, but I think it's also, you should call out. And like you said, the, you know, it's good to be vocal about it. Um, because that's what friends are there for too, is to kind of always push each other a little bit. And, um, and I think if they're just always getting in this thing of being upset about stuff, that's going to be a miserable life for them too. Because yeah. then they're being upset about everything. Whereas if your friend is saying, I don't see why you're upset with that. I look at it this way. You know, it's challenging her and maybe a different way of looking at it. Maybe she'll find more positivity in that stuff. You know where it's not good to push a friend? Hmm. Side of a cliff. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a perfect He's place back. to end. <laughs> He's back. Uh, thank you for checking out another week of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's been a pleasure. Reach out to notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. That's notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. Um, and thank you, Brett Saxon. Hey, you're welcome. Thank and, you. And Clark Wilson. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, Clark. <laughs> well, thanks, gentlemen. And thank you, Nalo and the Unis, for music again this week. Um, Chef's kiss, Nalo. Exactly. Chef's kiss. Um, and check out for you Ghost Hunters fans, brand new episodes every Saturday. So check those out. And we will see you in a week. I love you. <laughs>